In today's episode, I'll be discussing my thoughts on how to create a life under your own terms. I'll give you some tips on how to achieve freedom and flexibility in your life so you can live the way you want to. So stay tuned all the way through. Let's get right to it. As always, welcome to this real estate investing lifestyle. Broadcasting from somewhere around the world, this is the Real Estate Nomad Podcast with Paulo Francilio, where we talk about creating passive income through real estate investing to live your best life. What's up, everyone? Hope you're all staying safe and healthy out there. If this is your first time listening to the show, I always start off by talking about the thumbnail photo for today's episode. And each photo is from one of my travels. For today's show, I chose a photo of when I traveled from Colombia to Panama in a 74-foot sailboat through the San Blas Islands. San Blas is a group of over 350 islands on the Caribbean coast of eastern Panama. Right after I quit my 9-to-5 job at the end of 2017, I planned a six-month trip in Central and South America. My last stop was Colombia, and I really wanted to plan something memorable to end the trip. So I looked up different things to do. I found this five-day boat trip from Cartagena, Colombia to Puerto Lindo in Panama. I was very hesitant at first as I have never spent that much time at sea and let alone in a confined space with a small group of people. I was thinking, what if I hated these people on the trip and I'm stuck with them for all this time? This six-month trip was also the time I ventured into solo travel, which I highly recommend. You definitely go out of your comfort zone and you are forced to socialize and meet new people, which you probably don't do as much if you are traveling with someone or in a group. With that said, I was lucky to go with it on this trip with 14 very chill and laid back people. The trip started one day at sea and the second, third and fourth day we stopped at different islands in the San Blas. The water and beaches on these islands were amazing. It's arguably the best beaches I have been to in Central and South America. I want to give a quick shout out to Wildcard Sailing and the amazing staff of Sovereign Grace. I believe Sovereign Grace is the biggest vessel to travel this route, which gave me more comfort as this is not the usual way I travel from one country to the other. This was an all-inclusive trip, food and accommodations included, for the whole five days. And I believe it was just under $600. All you needed to uh, bring was your own alcohol. There was a private chef on board that made special meals for lunch and dinner. And the food was incredible. And if you're looking for a unique experience in your travels in Latin America, I highly recommend this boat trip. And now, let's get right into the show. I'm going to take a step back on the real estate and financing focus of the podcast on today's episode. As you know, I promote this real estate investing lifestyle, so I want to talk about the planning and mindset to achieve this independent lifestyle. I definitely think there's a different mindset. I don't know if I can call it a certain ideology that comes with having this type of lifestyle, but I want to discuss three principles that I have learned from my journey throughout the years. Number one is to envision the life you want and plan around it. Growing up, we all plan to become doctors, nurses, lawyers, engineers, etc. If you were one of those kids that picked a profession because you wanted to make a difference in this world and help other people, that is great. Kudos to you. And I hope you have achieved that. But I believe a lot of us were motivated to pick a profession based on the title of the job and the salary that comes with it. But no one really told us, or at least no one told me, to think about the lifestyle that comes with each job. 
which I think ultimately is what keeps you happy in the long run. I am the oldest grandchild of 13 grandchildren on my mom's side of the family, and I try to mentor my younger cousins about their future. For instance, my 20-year-old cousin, Miguel, who is currently in university in the East Coast in Canada, mentioned that he was thinking to take his realtor license. I think becoming a realtor is a great profession, especially right now, realtors in Canada are making a killing because of the house prices. I have personally thought about getting my realtor license in the past as I love real estate and I think it's a profession I would be really good at. But then I thought about the lifestyle that comes with a job. Realtors work around the clock and to be a successful realtor, you have to focus on a local market. So for you to build your business, you will need to live in one area for the long term. Lastly, the job requires you to be client facing. You will need to show clients homes. You will have to do open houses. And for most, that is fine. But personally, I like to be location independent with any career I get into, as I want to be able to travel whenever I want. So that is how I ended up in the financing end of real estate. Because as a mortgage agent, I can do my whole job remotely. Especially after this pandemic, where people have adjusted and people are more comfortable with not having face-to-face interactions to deal with their finances. So going back to my cousin, I asked him if he's okay to focus on a local market and building a business in one area, which ultimately can limit him to moving to different provinces in Canada and restrict him from traveling in the future. I just want to clarify, I have nothing against the lifestyle that comes with being a realtor. I know a lot of realtors that are happy and successful with their careers, but I just wanted him to think about the realities that comes with the job and for him to not just be attracted to a role because of money. As I do believe if you focus on something you love to do, be the best at it and learn how to monetize it and then money will come. After this conversation, I believe he has put the idea on hold and will continue to work in car sales part-time until he finishes his degree. If he does decide to take his license in the future, I will definitely be supportive. And we are also discussing how he can start investing in real estate in the near future. I think we live in a society where you plan your life around work instead of planning work around your ideal life. You try to live close to where you work. You take vacations when work allows you. You spend time with family in the evenings and weekends when you are not working. To me, that is not the ideal approach to living life. Especially we are now in 2021 and we have the technology and a lot of resources right at our fingertips. This brings me to my second point. But before I do, I want to just clarify, envisioning a life that you want and getting there doesn't happen overnight. And it doesn't mean don't take an entry-level job at the beginning. Everyone has to start from somewhere. My first real job was in a retail store selling stationary products at a mall. That retail experience led me to a job in customer service in the banking industry where I worked my way into being a financial advisor. But at some point after you gather the knowledge and experience from working for a company, the only way to be really independent is by working for yourself. So this brings me to my second point. Having your own business and generating your own income is the only way to take full control of your life. I want to start off by saying that building and running your own business is not for everyone. It is a lot of work and it can be very stressful. As if you do not put in the work, you will not have any income to pay your living expenses. But generating your own income and not depending on someone else to pay you a salary is quite rewarding. I'm not claiming that I have found a blueprint on running a business, 
but I have sustained a very comfortable lifestyle working independently going on about four years now between generating income from my mortgage business and my investment properties. As I mentioned earlier, I do believe that it is beneficial to work for someone or for a company earlier in your career, or this is how you learn and gain experience to be able to start your own business. I attribute everything I know from over a decade experience between working for the major Canadian banks and from mortgage investment corporations. In regards to starting a business, also think about the lifestyle that comes with the business you are planning, as you do not want to fall into the same trap as you did when you were an employee. There are three main factors you should consider when thinking about your business model if you want to have the freedom and flexibility in your life. Those three factors are location, time, and scalability. Regarding location, do you have to be in one location to offer your product and services? With time, do you need to meet deadlines or need to be in a specific time zone to operate your business? And scalability, does your business have unlimited potential in generating revenue? For example, if you offer hourly consultation services, your income will be limited to the number of hours in a day. This is the reason online digital products and services have emerged in recent years, as it checks off all three factors. More and more people are becoming content creators, photo and video editors, or sell online courses which have unlimited revenue potential. In my mortgage business, I'm already location independent, but I'm still constricted by time and scalability. The reason I mainly travel in Latin America and the Caribbean is I need to be available during business hours in Canada to communicate with lenders and clients. My plan is to build a team or form a partnership to take care of the mortgage operational side of the business, and this should address the time and scalability restrictions I face. This is something I plan to do in the next year. The other thing to consider in becoming self-employed is how to manage the risk of having your own business. Statistically, 20% of small businesses fail in the first year, 30% in the second year, and 50% fail in the first five years. And now this leads me to my last point. The third thing to consider is to plan for long-term sustainability to build your business. Most businesses can take years to build as it takes time to build your clientele and your brand. So it is realistic to have a plan to sustain yourself for the first couple of years in the case that you have an unstable cash flow at the beginning. I think most people who start off a business do not plan their finances ahead of time before they quit their stable full-time employment. And this stops them from being fully invested in their business plan. You have to structure your finances to manage the risk of becoming self-employed. My first advice would be to build up your assets to create a fallback plan. If you have listened to my very first episode, I talked about how I built up my assets by investing in real estate, and this gave me the confidence to quit my 9-to-5 job as I have assets I can liquidate if I needed to. Second is apply for all the credit that you would need. I am talking about mortgages if you have plans to invest in property or lines of credit in case you need it for emergency use in the future. Just remember, once you are self-employed, it will be harder to qualify for credit. Lastly, don't commit to high monthly debt obligations such as high car payments. Actually, this one applies to everyone. Please don't commit $700, $800, $900 on car payments as this is a very high monthly obligation. Remember, cars depreciate in value. 
there are good debts and bad debts. The only debts I promote are mortgages because it allows you to be invested in real assets such as property. With regards to starting your own business, you just don't want to you just want to make sure you have the lowest overhead possible before you quit your stable employment. There you have it. Three things to consider to create your ideal life. Number one, it starts with envisioning the life you want and planning around it. Two, building your own business and generating your own income. And lastly, prepare your finances and plan for long-term sustainability as you build your business. I'm not saying that you can't achieve happiness with working for someone or for a company. I have a lot of family and friends that are happy and are gainfully employed by companies, and they do have a lot of freedom to do things. But anytime you work for someone, there are limitations and you are bound by their terms. Most have limited vacation days. You don't have the ability to work from anywhere you want. And worst off, they have full control if they need you or not. For instance, my mom who worked for a major bank for 28 years and won awards multiple, multiple years for her service was laid off just because the bank was restructuring. My point is, if you want to have full control and living the life you want, building your own business is the ideal path. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. Please make sure you follow me on your favorite podcasting platform. This podcast will be on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, or you can stream it directly online at realestatenomad.ca. It is free to follow. If you have any questions, please DM me at, on Instagram at realestatenomad. Thanks for your time listening and please comment and give the podcast a five-star rating if you have found some value in today's episode. Again, welcome to this real estate investing lifestyle.